This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. As a precaution to help slow the spread of the coronavirus after today's session, all of the contracts are already traded electronically and will continue to do so. Corn, it's a bit firmer today, up three cents in the May contract at 268 per bushel. Uh, also correcting after recent losses. Weekly U.S. corn sales hit their highest levels in 12 weeks with nearly one and a half million tons put on the books. Wheat is also stronger. The uh, Chicago wheat's up three cents in the May contract at 509 per bushel. Kansas City, five cents higher in the uh, May contract at 438 per bushel. And Minneapolis spring wheat up six cents in May at 515 per bushel. Uh, but soft weekly export business did keep the gains in wheat in check. That's a look at the ice futures and U.S. markets for Friday morning, March 13th. In Winnipeg, for Markets Farm, I'm Phil Franz Warkinson. Proving you can. The opinions expressed during this show do not represent those of this station. If you've missed any of this show, you can follow the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Dub Craig, on Moose FM. Welcome to Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. Just wanted to start with this today. We were really hoping to start the show by talking about COVID-19, the novel coronavirus, and how Northern Health is preparing to deal with it, and some best practices and tips on how we can all do our part in reducing the spread of it, specific to uh, the peace and Northern BC. Unfortunately, Northern Health hasn't returned our calls as of yet. We will, however, continue to work towards getting in touch with them for future news stories and interviews on this important subject. Now, later on, we're going to be talking with uh, Cindy Moore and, uh, if I flip my paper here, Annette Lang with 100 Women Who Care FSJ about their upcoming event on March 31st and what it's all about and everything you need to know about that. But we're going to start today with our friend Art Jarvis. He's the ICBA Northern Representative. How's it going today, Art? Great. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on today and uh, on such short notice as well. Now, we're talking a bit about a story that we wrote on energeticcity.ca that's been going around. Uh, Site C apparently is not paying some of their contractors, or many of them, for 90 days or more. I know if I went more than 90 days without being paid, that would be uh, significant. It would be a pain in the butt for sure. So can you tell us a bit about what's happening with contractors working at Site C who aren't getting paid for these lengths of time? Maybe I can start by talking about ICBA so sure. that people know who we are. Sure, sure. We're actually the Independent Contractors and Business Association mm-hmm. in BC. So we have 2,300 members and clients. We train 4,000 people a year. And uh, we're the largest sponsor of apprentices in BC. We're one of the largest providers of health benefits in BC. And uh, in 2019, we were awarded North American Trade Association of the Year. So our members are proud to be a part of an organization that advocates and fights for contractors and businesses in BC. Mm-hmm. That's how I got involved. So originally, a person, a contractor who was not even a member, approached me and said, Art, you know, Peace River Hydro Partners is very delinquent in paying. Mm-hmm. So they brought that to my attention, and, and, of, and of course it was over $300,000 for over 150 days. Wow. And uh, that can really damage a small contractor. Mm-hmm. So 
I took it to our board of directors and I started doing research and 100% of the contractors that I called in Fort St. John all had the same complaint. So we're moving this forward. We're taking it to BC Hydro. We're taking it to the government and we will get this changed. And and I promise that, you know, BC Hydro is, is on our sites and, and they will be the ones policing this, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So it's not all the work that's done at, at Site C. Yeah. It's Peace River Hydro Partners are the most delinquent. I see. Okay. Is uh, you mentioned local contractors you phoned at Fort St. John? Have you heard if there's other contractors who are from outside the piece who have been affected, uh, kind of similarly with delinquent payments? Well, unfortunately, what happens is, of course, your profit margin is already cut here because mm-hmm. of the the slashes and and the downturn in the economy, and so to further damage that, when you have to hold on to somebody's debt for extended periods of time and maybe have to dip into the bank to cover your your payments because local contractors are usually pretty diligent about paying in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. So now you're losing your entire profit margin. Eventually, a lot of these contractors won't be able to work for them at all just because of this payment schedule and therefore the work will go further out of the region and whatever monies are out there for that work will... Mm-hmm will not benefit this community at all. And it's it's supposed to be. That's supposed to be part of the deal, right? Is local, the local economy is supposed to benefit. They're supposed to be hiring local contractors. I don't remember the percentage offhand, but this they, they seem to be going entirely against this, do they not? Well, the, you know, the initial excitement about a major product like project like this being developed here is, of course, great. Mm-hmm. The economy will will have an uptick, especially the timing was great because the oil patch had just taken the largest downturn and we're still in it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in the sixth year of the worst economic downturn I've seen since 1983. And so there was a lot of excitement from every level of contractor, small to, to large. However, again, you know, it can really damage your profit margin if you're not getting paid in a timely fashion. Absolutely. Um have the Peace River Hydro Partners offered an explanation as to why they're taking so long? Have they told any of these contractors, like, hey, this is why we're taking so long to pay you, or have you heard anything on that regard? There seems to be an endless uh, email, excuse me, endless email of, of um, email tracking of, of has to go to this person, has to go to that person, mm-hmm. or you have to resubmit your invoice, or you just can't talk to certain people. So, hmm. so we're, we're going to bring this to attention. I, I mean, I certainly, I, I'd like to thank all the businesses who wrote letters to me describing their experience in doing business with Peace River Hydro Partners because yeah. that's part of the ammunition that we're going to take to the legislature as well as to BC Hydro. And I believe that BC Hydro should be policing their prime contractor mm-hmm. and making sure that they're doing good business in any community that they're working Okay. Now, I, I understand that you're going to go advocate for them. I mean, but it, it's contracting, right? So isn't this in breach of contract between Peace River Hydro Partners and their contractors that they're not paying them? Like, is, is there a legal recourse where the contractors and uh, ICBA sort of advocating for them could say, this is in the contract. You're supposed to be paying them. You got to, or you're clearly in violation of the contract you signed with each one of these. Is that the situation, or is it more complex than that? Well, I believe that, that everybody will be paid yeah. if they can hold out that long. So I haven't actually read 
an individual contract that, mm-hmm. that was written and, and, and you know, usually in the fine print there's some sort of out, they'll be paid. But can they hang on that long? That's the question. Hmm. So you kind of touched on this before already, and we, we, we've heard this in the stories we've heard as well. I mean, how, how often does it seem to be happening where, uh, because, as you said, these small local contractors uh, aren't being paid, their profit margins are disappearing, maybe they're even backing out because they're like, we, can't, we literally can't afford to work for the Peace River Hydro Partners anymore, and so they bring in an out-of-town contractor. How much does that happen? Have you heard? Is that happening a lot? Or is it sort of, you know, is is the expectation that that's going to happen more as we continue to kind of get further on in past 90 days and where these guys aren't getting paid? I truly believe it'll happen less because I think we'll put a stop to this. As, yeah, yeah. as independent contractors and business association, we're a very powerful organization. Mm-hmm. You know, people in our board of directors have all come from, or some of them have come right out of government. So... We know how government works, and we know the proper communication skills to, to uh, communicate with them in terms they understand, and, and they do recognize our powerful voice. Mm-hmm. And we were a strong voice in supporting the dam getting started in the first place. Mm-hmm. Now we just have to make sure that it does good business practices in the community. Okay. So what does that look like, that putting the pressure on, as you say, uh, BC Hydro and, and, and speaking up the legislature? Is that... You actually go and talk to uh, the people involved, sending letters. Uh, what is it you can do that's maybe aside from just maybe going so far as a lawsuit or something like that? I don't think you'll ever get to court. Okay. Uh, uh, we certainly are working closely with Bob Zimmer mm-hmm. and Dan Davies, Mike Bernier, and Greg Kylo. He's the, the critic, the hydro critic. So we're working closely with them. They will do the presentation in legislature. Mm-hmm. We will send our communication people to hydro. And I, I believe this will get resolved in short order. I see. And in the meantime, I, what do you, and, and, and the, maybe better, the ICB, uh, ICBA, what are you saying to maybe allay the fears of these contractors who, as you say, their profit margins have disappeared? They have people they have to pay their workers, the salaries and whatnot. Uh, what are you saying to allay their fears that, as you say, you're confident that this will be resolved and then they'll get back to paying everybody? Well, that's, that's all I can say right now is, mm-hmm. is uh, we will be in discussion with, with Hydro this week, mm-hmm. right before the weekend. Okay. Uh, you know, that's why when I say in short order, I'm not talking six months. <laughs> it's, it's today. It's happening oh, it's today. Happening. It's underway. Yeah. yeah, you betcha. You know, we, these letters that were written, I'm sending them to our regional vice president, Greg Kylo, the Hydro Critic. Both Mike Bernier and Dan Davies, the MLA. Bob Zimmer is getting copy too. So, you know, everybody will have the same information. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I really appreciate all the the contractors who have who have stepped up and written the letters about their experience working for Peace River Hydro Partners. Okay. Anything? Uh, any other kind of final thoughts you want to make about uh, the, this kind of ongoing situation? Because again, I mean, ninety days without getting paid—I <laughs> can't even fathom what that would be like for me. <laughs> it certainly doesn't work at the employee level. No, no. But know? I mean, nonetheless, it's—I mean, the, if I was a contractor, I, it's, I the, the, it's almost like I'm going without getting paid for ninety days, even if I'm making sure my guys are paid. I mean, and that happens. You know, the the owner of a small business. <laughs> Certainly wants to look after all his accounts, his tire account, his fuel account, uh, whatever 
suppliers he has, and uh, he likes to keep a, a, a good reputation in the community. Mm-hmm. And, of course, people who, uh, who don't pay their bills uh, typically don't last long. Yeah. So, you know, we have to get on top of this so that this project can continue and continue in a, in a good working fashion for the community. All right, Arch. Well, we'll have to leave it there. But um, I'm grateful you came by to talk to us about this today. And uh, we'll be in touch on uh, making sure, uh, hearing about, hopefully, a quick resolution to this and that everybody gets paid in short order, as, as you hope, right? I'd be very happy to come back and, and tell you some positive news <laughs> in, in not too distant time. I'd also like to just mention that sure. we, we have uh, we had Rex Murphy booked in the Cultural Centre. Mm-hmm. We had to cancel that date on March the 4th because he was sick and uh, in the hospital in Toronto. We rescheduled for April 23rd. However, with this new ban that the province has come out with, that is going to impact that, and we'll just have to see uh, whether they're going to allow, whether they're going to lift that ban or not. Uh, it doesn't look like they'll lift it in less than a month. So, mm-hmm. so it was, that's too bad. It was going to be a sold-out show, and uh, you know, we, we certainly recognize the, the value that people in Fort St. John um, realize about Rex Murphy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, Art, well, thank you so much for stopping by today. It was great. Thanks, Dub. You're very welcome. We'll be right back on Moose Talks. Most of us are the same way with our bottles and cans. We leave them in garbage bags until they build up and get in the way. Those cans just stewing in leftover pop, beer, and, well, let's not think about what else. Instead of that headache, start a routine to get your bottles and cans down more often. Express is now open and running. Check out FSJ Return It slash Express for more information. FSJ Return It is open six days a week, open until 5.30, 6 on Saturdays. Sorting tables close half hour before closing time. Located on 93rd Avenue or visit us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Remember to cash in your bottles. It only makes sense. Arctech Welding and Machining. For 20 years, we've been fast, friendly, reliable. Providing customers across northern BC and Alberta with custom fabrication and manufacturing, mobile welding, sandblasting, painting, and more. But we wouldn't be celebrating this milestone if it weren't for the backing of our reliable suppliers. AJ Forsyth, Praxair, Greg's Distributors, Dominion Steel, and more. So cheers. Here's to building one another up and to a bright and successful future. Thank you from Arctech Welding and Machining. Are you experiencing water stains on your dishes and appliances or scaling on your shower head or water faucet? If so, you may want to call Aqua North Water Systems to receive a free no-obligation quote on installing a softening unit in your home or office. They can take care of all your water needs like water testing, iron filters, water well servicing, or irritating odors. Call 785-2358 or visit their office at 8819-101 Street here in Fort St. John. Get in touch with Aqua North today and discover how they can make your water cleaner and healthier. Whoa, that boy looks amazing. Oh, thanks. So much smoother, so much hotter. It's perfect. Well, I have been working out. You know I'm talking about your car, right? Yeah, totally. Specializing in collision repair, Alaska Highway Auto Body offers high-quality work on any make or model. For the finest quality collision repair service, see Alaska Highway Auto Body. You bend them, they mend them. To book your estimate, call 250-785-3282. 
Your family, they're your whole world. You do whatever it takes to keep them safe, warm, happy, and healthy. At Marsh & Sons, they feel the same. After all, they've built their entire business on family. For 50 years, they're famous for installing furnaces, air conditioners, and all gas appliances. Marsh & Sons can fix anything like hot water tanks, unclogging pipes, and repairing furnaces in the Peace Region for families just like yours. If it's a plumbing, heating, gas fitting, or mechanical issue, let the Marsh family help your family. Marsh & Sons, furnace repairs and more in Fort St. John. See martiansons.ca. Watch this show live on Facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Welcome back to Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. We're joined now by Cindy Moore and Annette Lang with 100 Women Who Care FSJ. How's it going this morning, guys? Great. Great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. <laughs> That's the second time a phone's gone off during the show. That's never happened, so that haven't happened twice. It's pretty remarkable. I'll just ask you, uh, when you talk, just uh, lean into the mic so you can pick up uh, you and not everything bouncing on the walls. Anyway, uh, we got 100 Women Who Care coming up on March 31st. This is... Uh, Several editions in. I can't remember how many offhand if you do, but uh, I thought we'd... Five? This is the fifth one? Why don't we start with this? What what is 100 Women Who Care, and how did it start in Fort St. John? You bet. So it's probably one of hundreds Mm -hmm. uh, worldwide of 100 Women Who Care um, organizations out there. And basically, it's 100 women gathering in one place, donating $100, listening to three charities, and deciding which charity, every person has a vote, deciding Mm -hmm. which charity is worthy or they feel would like to vote for. And the charity walks away with $10,000 plus. I see. So it's just kind of a a majority by, uh, pardon me, a vote by plurality. The most votes, they get all the money. Absolutely. That's correct. Yes. Okay. And it's a, uh, I mean, Brian has come on and talked about this before because it's happening at the Lido on the 31st. Uh, It's not always just 100 women. You sometimes have more than that. So they get more than, uh, my math's right, 10 grand or what have you. So Yeah, the last one was our record. And I think we had... uh, to 20, 20, 000, over 20000 Wow. Donated to so the charity. $20,100. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's like pretty awesome. Just over. 200 yeah. women who care, essentially, yes, exactly. that night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's great. wonderful. Uh, do you know much about the movement itself and kind of how it started? Because as you said, this this happens here, but I believe, if I remember right, there's mm-hmm. one in Dawson Creek, mm-hmm. and it's in kind of cities and towns right. all over the place. Absolutely. There's hundreds mm-hmm. around, around the world. Um, and I think probably it just started with um, probably for a number of reasons, women just wanting to get together and make a difference. Mm-hmm. And also um, it has such a huge impact, right? There's just, it's a meeting that takes an hour, right? Yeah. And it's a huge impact for a charity to be able to walk away with $10,000 is huge. I mean, not that they're not thankful for every donation they get, mm-hmm. but the $100 here or the $100 there, it makes a difference, but not the substantial difference that $10,000 plus would make. that's something you can actually do something with and that's a project right they can um do an actual project and they come back the winning charity comes back the next meeting and lets the membership know what they did with the money that Ah, they received wonderful so it's it's, huge there's a bit of accountability put into it so even if they haven't finished the project they at least say well this is what we're doing Mm -hmm. we're working towards this yeah absolutely and it's important for the membership the people that come every time to 100 women who care Mm -hmm. to see what their money's doing right it's nice to know that your money's made a difference and their money collectively right it's not just a hundred dollars here a hundred dollars there ten thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars and what that can do Mm-hmm. Yeah, it puts a big dent into a project uh, on a pretty substantial scale. Uh, how do you how do you decide on the three that you kind of will it down to? Because I imagine, uh, you know, w- w- maybe we'll start with that. How does the process begin? How, right. Do you put it out there that 
we're we're looking for people who we'd like to donate to apply how, how does yeah. that look so our membership is like they're um we put it out on Facebook. So the membership, the people that have come, can nominate a charity that they feel okay. is in the community. But it does have to be a registered charity. I see. Yeah. And it has to be local. It has to be a registered charity, and it has to be local. Yeah. Those are the requirements. I see. So from that, yeah. we get a whole bunch of nominations. Um, and at one time, we actually, the committee picked the three. And now it's actually, we, we still pick the three, but, and we used to make it public. Now it's random. So yes. we, we, do, uh, we do draw the three, but we keep it uh, secret only because we wanted to build a membership of women in the community that want to come to each one, learn about charities, mm-hmm. um, and come to the event regardless of the charities that are drawn. And because not just necessarily support the charities. Just they, one charity, yeah. 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 I yeah. see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. So we do have nine nom- um, charities that have been nominated um, for this next time for March 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, some great charities. We have the CDC, Fort St. John Hospital Foundation, Community Bridge, St. John Ambulance Therapy Dog, Abbey Field Houses, Mental Health, uh, North Peace Mental Health Society, Justice Society, Friends of the Fort St. John Library, and the Josh LaQueer Society. I see. So okay. we have randomly chosen three mm-hmm. um, and have kept it quiet, secretive, um, until the night of when those three charities will present to the women that attend. Okay. Now, you've mentioned membership before. I mean, do you have to be in this membership to show up to the 100 Women Are Okay? You can be a a member just means you've registered and you come. I see. Okay. When I I speak to membership, I'm talking to the people that come and continue to come. I see. Okay. So if you've come once, you're a member. Okay. You sign up to come, you're a member. So you've chosen the three. Uh, Do you... This might sound callous, but do you, if someone was awarded it previously, do you push them out and maybe not, they you try to not to do it? Yeah. So, yes. so yeah. essentially someone who's maybe already been awarded the money, you're not going to right away at least no. uh, consider them again in the kind of the top three. Kind of no, pitches. I think we ask them to sit out two meetings. Okay. Um, so like and a then year. if they're nominated yeah. again, absolutely. Their name goes in the hat and if they're randomly chosen, then they can present again. Okay. Wow, wonderful. It just gives everybody, um, all the other registered charities, an opportunity. Okay. Now, the night of the presentations, when you've got the three who are coming, uh, so again, you say people show up, they find out they're the three by watching the presentations. Uh, How do you... How does that work? Do you have like a time limit? They have mm-hmm. this much time to present what they want, what they need, yeah. why it matters, that sort of thing. Is Absolutely. that kind of how it looks? They have seven minutes each. Wow. So, yeah, we start the night with the previous charity that won. Yeah. And then the three, uh, the three new charities get up and they have seven minutes to present. Um, and then everybody gets an opportunity. They have a ballot and they go and vote. And then we count the ballots and it's awarded to. I see. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean, I think it's just wonderful. And as you said, it's. The fact that you get so much money at once is wonderful. I, I want to quickly touch on that again. Why not split it up between the three of them and base it on the votes, as you say, right? Because right. you're already kind of whittling it down, so mm-hmm. it's not spread between nine. Even three would be sort of a substantial amount, though not as substantial. Right. Uh is there a specific reason as to why? I mean, I could see why one, like a ten thousand dollars to one charity, would be super impactful. Yeah. But you've got three that are all deserving in oh, some yeah. way. They're all right? deserving, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So, is it that? I mean, just the, the amount of money is enough that you can actually do something with exactly. it, and less is just makes it harder. It's a right? huge impact. Yeah. 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 And I mean, not that the other one wouldn't be nice too to. No, it absolutely. Out, but I just think, as a committee, we have decided and. And just, I think the general concept of 100 Women Who Care was that concept. That 
that $10,000 plus makes such a big difference for one charity. So we wanted to, to stick with that. Wonderful. Now, yeah. there's there's more to it than that, too, because it's mm-hmm. also just a, kind of a nice social night out as is. well, isn't and it? it? And we keep it to an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, the doors open at 6. The presentations start at 7. We go to 8, and that's it. So if yeah. you have other things going on, um, you can commit to an hour. Most people can commit to an hour. Um, you yeah, can stay longer. And you can stay longer. If you like. Yeah. Absolutely. You can come early. <laughs> um, we have some great uh, sponsors that allow sort of um, inter, I don't know, just mingling with other women, mm-hmm. uh, networking. Um, Fort St. John or Fort Motors offers drink tickets. Um, Browns has some coupons to go after the meeting mm-hmm. um, to Browns. Um, the Lido MNP Energetic Tickets is where you can register. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Fair a great partner. sponsor for us. Edith Lowen, RBC Mortgage Specialist, and Macro Industries that offers popcorn. So you can come, you can have a drink. Courtesy of Fort Motors, some popcorn, courtesy of Macro, um, hang out with your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I think, too, I just wanted to speak on the advantage of the other three charities, even though the other two don't walk away with the money. Yeah. There's such an advantage to yes. them being able to um, present what they do in the community and the impacts they make to the people in the room. It's And even just before, even on our Facebook page, just giving some charities some airtime. A lot of people will come to the meeting and find out who it is and kind of have an idea in their mind who they're going to vote for. Mm-hmm. After they hear the presentations, quite often that changes yep. because it's like, wow, I didn't know that charity did so much in our community, and, and so they get a vote. But regardless, everybody comes, all three charities come away with um, being able to to kind of spread the word and, and let the community know about what they do and all the great work they do. I suppose I, you may not know this for sure, but I imagine then in that situation, right, if whether or not your, your charity that you voted for got chosen, mm-hmm. as you say, those other charities probably suddenly... There's people there who have who happen to have maybe another hundred dollars that mm-hmm. they then just donate Absolutely. to that charity anyway. Or they may right? volunteer. Yeah, or yeah. decide to volunteer. Yeah. It's that awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no losers. Um, it's the awareness that these charities, registered charities, get in the community that people may not know about. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to go to this and you want to take part, you want to donate a hundred dollars and get in on this. Mm-hmm. Tell us again how uh, people can for those who've never right. done it before. Visit our Facebook page. Um, there's a link to register for the night. If for some reason you're having problems with registration or it just didn't work out, you can still come that night. Um, doors open at 6 o'clock. The meeting starts right at 7, so we encourage people to get there yeah. right at 6. Um, and you can register there, give your $100, and enjoy the night. Yes, Wonderful. we take uh, cash or check mm-hmm. the night of, or you can register on energetic tickets. And pay by credit card that way. Too. I see. So in yes. that sense, you just <clears throat> buy a ticket worth like $100, I guess, and then pay that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah correct. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. I mean, it certainly sounds like a fun evening. As you said, this will be the sixth one, I guess, now we're doing. So, uh, fifth. fifth. The sixth. I, no, it's the, the sixth. sixth. Oh, it is. We like the sixth one. <laughs> right. We've had yeah. five already, and this is the sixth one. That's what I have. Look at yeah. that. I did half in my head correctly. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, guys, I'm so grateful you came by and uh, hopefully some uh, get lots of bodies in the seat for this thing. So. So. Yes, great. Right. Thanks, Thank you guys. So much. Thank you. Uh, it's Cindy Moore and Annette Lang with 100 Women Who Care FSJ. We'll be right back on Moose Talks to wrap things up. Here in the base, we get our fair share of snow. So the city of Fort St. John would like to remind residents to keep their sidewalks clear for the safety of everyone. Property owners must clear their sidewalks of snow and ice within 48 hours of the last snowfall event. Let's come together as a community and make sure we do our part to keep our friends and neighbors safe this winter. To report a problem, call 311 or use the report a problem form on the city's website, fortstjohn.ca.
The 2020 BC Winter Games has officially wrapped up and the local community was excited about new sports they were able to watch over the games. Continue to feed your kids curiosity and excitement by coming out to the Try It Games. This is a legacy of the games that allows youth to try out and potentially join new sports. Sports include diving, archery, gymnastics, ringette, karate, biathlon, and wheelchair basketball. March 13th to 15th. Visit bcwintergames.ca for a news release with the full listing of details. If you're looking for hassle-free internet services, call the Peace Region Internet Society today. With coverage throughout most of the Peace, PRIS can get you connected quickly without the hassle of contracts or bundles. Visit PRIS.ca or call 1-800-768-3311 for more information. Think you deserve a free sub from Quiznos? Then download the Quiznos Toasty Points app. Scan the barcode on the receipt and get a free small sub with any purchase. The Quiznos Toasty Points app. Download it today. It doesn't get better tasting than Quiznos. Beside Walmart. Now, a Sports Boosters update. Engage Sport North presents Families in Motion at the Fort Bowling Lanes on April 22nd from 6 till 7.30. Have some fun with the family with bowling at Fort Bowling Lanes. Kids love the roar of the ball on the lanes. How many pins can you knock down? This event is 100% free. That's Families in Motion at the Fort Bowling Lanes on April 22nd from 6 until 7.30 p.m. Send us your sports info, sports at moosefm.ca or by fax, 263-9749. Sports Boosters on Moose FM. For all your gravel hauling, contaminated waste, low beds and graders, Rogers Trucking can meet your needs. Call them today at 250-785-3647. Our community first. This is Moose Talks with Dub Craig on Moose FM. Our thanks again to Art Jarvis for stopping by. He, of course, the ICBA Northern Representative. If you want more information about the ICBA and what they do, and if you'd like to be a member, uh, make sure you look them up. I uh, don't have their address offhand, but uh, we'll make sure there's a link below. And, of course, Cindy Morin and Lang with 100 Women Who Care FSJ. Uh, their event again, March 31st at the Lido. If you're interested in getting involved, uh, you can follow them on Facebook or go to the Lido, or pardon me, to energetictickets.ca and you can buy your tickets there. It's a great, great community initiative and, again, uh, a changing, a, a, a big, big donation that could be made from that night that could really help uh, change things for a local charity. That's it for Moose Talks today. Big thanks to Adam for pushing the buttons again and Tracy Tees for helping me out as per usual. I'm Dub Craig. Keep being awesome. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Moose Talks, a weekly talk show about Fort St. John and the North Peace. 100.1 Moose FM.
Tim's production equipment. Call us to service your control valves and ESD valves. 250-787-0808. I can see you now with the windows down Driving around some town in that Tacoma Where nobody knows you And I take the bed that stink set still stuck in your tape deck, but you refuse to fix it. Cause you'd rather listen to the hum of the road and the wind blowing by. And I still who you are when you cross my mind.
When people throw St. Patrick's Day parties, they always focus on the drinks. But as an Irishman myself, let me tell you, the food is important too. Head to M&M Food Market and load up on Irish grub like potatoes, shepherd's pie, deep dish chicken pie or beef pie. Even fruit pies including strawberry, rhubarb, crumble pie or home style apple pie. You gotta get food in your belly before you get all, well, Irish. Happy St. Patrick's Day from M&M Food Market. Making real food for real life. Visit mmfoodmarket.com. Need a night out with your partner? You can do that. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.